and welcome to the Mind of Magnus. My name is Matt Obscure, filling in for Magnus. Uh, he's out of town for this week. He will be back next week. So much love to Magnus and his family. We'll see you next week. Big stuff happening this week. We've got computers that need to be stopped. Anyway, <laughs> uh, great stuff happening actually this week. We're, we're, we're honored to have a couple guests. Just a, a little bit of housekeeping to get done with at the top here. Uh, first, I just want to thank everybody listening wherever you are, either on Rochester Free Radio 106.3 FM, streaming at Rochester Free Radio, or on our podcast, uh, Apple and Google Play Music. Uh, catch us anytime. Just look for Mind of Magnus on those stores. You can stream us, like I say, on the website. While you're at rochesterfreeradio.com, we do have a link to the Patreon. Kind of keep the lights on and the equipment moving if you'd like. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, you're more than welcome to donate. Thank you very much. So, tonight we've got some friends. Uh, we're going to bring them in now. It's, uh... <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome. Enter and sign in, please. <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Nick, and uh, I am one of the council members at the Boomtown Brothers Facial Hair Club. And my name is Jessica, and I am also a council member at Boomtown Brothers. Super excited to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. So the Boomtown Brothers Facial Hair Club. Can you tell me a little <laughs> bit about that? I, I, I grow a beard, but it's kind of like an amateur thing. So I, I don't know. How does this work? What, what, what's it about? So we're a charity club. Um, mostly doing a lot of homeless outreach here in the city. Um, but we really kind of give help to whoever needs it um, and whatever we can do to help. Uh, but we also do competitive bearding. So we'll travel all over the country attending beard competitions, which are charity events and benefit local charities. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, homeless outreach, what, what sort of events are, how do you, how do, you do that here in, in Rochester? Uh, we do, uh, every other month we do a... Uh, feed the hungry not necessarily homeless it's you know whoever needs a meal a, a warm cooked meal or something along those lines uh, we do that out in washington square park uh, we usually fly our leading up to it and then uh and go out and and really press flesh with people and get out there and you know start conversations that's the biggest part um our next one that we're doing is actually going to be after the competition that we are promoting tonight Oh, great. When, when is that competition? Uh, the competition is on July 28th. Uh, July 27th is the pre-party at Photo City with Bewitched, Bewitched Burlesque. Burlesque They're presenting show. that show. And then uh, that's just us telling people to show up there and have a good time with those folks. And then the following day at the German House, uh, doors are at 2 or 2.30? 2.30. 2.30. Um, and we're doing, uh, I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> Beards, beer, and butts. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, with umlauts and stuff, so it looks German. <laughs> it looks awesome. very German, like the German house. Cool. Uh, what, what can we expect to see there? Uh, they, the competitions always have a wide variety of ridiculous. Um, there's, there's often uh, nudity. <laughs> so, you know, don't bring your kids. You shouldn't bring your kids to these events. They are definitely adult, but they're all for a very good cause. Cool. So how did you get involved? So the club started in 2014. So this is our fifth competition. Mm -hmm. um, we started in January 2014, um, just kind of offshooting from an existing group. Um, and um, 
you know, there were several guys that, you know, kind of just wanted to go their own way with the club. And uh, out of those original guys, I think we still are holding on to most of them. <laughs> we still have just about everybody, um, you know, and, and we've uh, spent the last five years putting on these events um, and picking a different charity for each year um, and raising money for, you know, local charity. Um, and then also in between, you know, those dinners and, and, you know, gathering like warm clothes and blankets and stuff and handing those directly out to people in the wintertime, um, you know, kind of getting in, as involved in our community as we can. That's super important with the way that uh, kind of support for those who are, are less fortunate housing wise recently. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great that you're out there doing that. Um, so I guess... Uh, how did the idea of, of the facial hair club become the, the charity club or, or was the charity club, did that evolve into the facial hair club? Like how do those two ideas kind of come together? I think, uh, I mean, I got into it and knowing full well that it was always for charity. Um, I was, I was approached a long time ago by one of our former members and, uh, he said, you know, do you like, you grow that, you grow that mustache. Do you want to, also do stuff for the community and i was like well yeah that's fun i can i definitely wanted to get down with that uh and then the first thing i did was go to a beard competition in new york city to see what that was all about and you really get to see a whole bunch of stuff you know everything from uh when the ladies do their bearding the whiskerinas uh one one girl came out with a beard that was completely made of syringes filled with red liquid. She was also dressed as a nurse. So there was a guy who came as the Lorax with his mustache painted yellow, but it was a massive mustache. You you get to see a lot of weird things. A guy dressed as Captain Crunch, (laughs) a guy dressed in full Wyatt Earp gear with working handguns and the only ones in the whole place because he was an ex-cop, that sort of thing. Oh, that's cool. You get to see some wild stuff at these events. That sounds like a blast. Uh, they are. You mentioned you, you do a j- different charity every year in the event. What's this year's charity? Uh, it's Hope Dealers Be the Change. So they are a local organization. Uh, they just started, I believe, last year. Uh, and they go around the city uh, to known um, sites where um, opioid users are discarding their you know, needles and whatnot. And they go pick that all up. And when they find, you know, folks that are in need of rehab services um, or outreach services, they actually, you know, try to link them up with rehabilitation services um, and help, you know, try to get them clean and, and get them the help that they need. Um, so we definitely felt that they were a very deserving cause considering the opioid epidemic, especially here in Rochester. Absolutely. I had no idea that that charity even existed. So mm-hmm. it's, it's great to kind of give them the exposure and the the charity yeah they're real they're real small they're real grassroots um they meet up every sunday and you know go clean up sites um and you know we felt that that was something that was really important to this community and we needed definitely it's incredible the amount of of work you're doing and and hooking up with these groups to to kind of make sure the city is better i I really think that's that's commendable we got to live here it's true (laughs) so many people don't get involved though so it's it's really impressive to to see you doing that and putting together this this event and and just ongoing charity club you know doing this on a month-to-month basis it's amazing um so the event what do you have planned for years i i 
your beard is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm envious. I, I have this chia pet thing. So um, I always get a little jealous when they compliment the guys' beards because I don't have one. It's all right. You should have shown up with one of your your woven beards. <laughs> Everything would have been fine. He would have complimented you. That, that was going to be my next question. Do you happen to have one that you show up with to your events? Or? I actually don't compete. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really kind of just in it for the charity aspect. I don't really feel the need to, you know, compete, but I have a lot of really great friends that I've met through this community that do, and they are some of the most talented, creative, amazing women I've ever had the privilege of meeting in my life. Um, So, you know, I kind of leave it to them, the more artistic and creative folks than I. Yeah. Yeah. The the women do, uh, there's usually, well, we're going to, you asked about our competition. So uh, we break it down into categories. Um, We have two categories for beard, two categories for mustache. I think we have a partial beard. Mm -hmm. Um, We have uh, for the, for the women, there's a, what is it? A natural and a fake or a A fake realistic and a fake creative. Yeah. So you'll see women coming out. We've had them come out with, uh, crocheted beards in the shape of uh, bodily parts. parts. We have um, we've had girls come out with, uh, I'd say, what was it, um, hacksaw blades? Okay, turned into a beard. Lorelai's was- beard a couple of years ago that had the skate wheels. Um, yeah. Our friend Lorelai, she she's oh, yeah. roller derby, and she made hers out of skate wheels. That thing was heavy. Crafting, I'll crafting to the the best degree, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're just having a really good time and giving a whole bunch of money to a charity that is really going to be hitting ground level. You know, you're gonna you you know that the money that you're giving to these people is going to get used. It's not going to get swallowed up in some you know think tank to figure out what to do with the money that they just got that sort of thing um so we'll we'll have a bunch of those uh events or uh uh, categories we'll do there's going to be raffles there's going to be we're going to have a narcan booth um because of the opioid uh focus on it um i don't know there's going to be it's it's always a real good time you just got to show up to the event because you never really know what's going to happen. We have categories, we have entertainment, and all the rest is really up to everybody because it's it's gonna be a hoot. It's always a hoot. So, how would I get involved um, if I wanted to eat, compete or if I just wanted to show up and, and check it out? So, uh, you can either just buy a spectator ticket, which is five bucks, um, or to uh, register to compete, it's ten dollars. Um, and really, I mean, the, the registration process is really simple. Uh, we're just doing, you know, our PayPal, uh, which you can contact us through Facebook uh, or Instagram to get, you know, information on how to get to our PayPal. But, um, you know, you would just send in 10 bucks to compete and let us know what category you're competing in and we'll throw you on the list. And there will be registration day of, too. It does, you don't yeah. have to get on PayPal if you don't need to. We'll be, we'll be ready at the door. Um, Show up in the most ridiculous stuff you could think of, um, German-centric if you'd like, or, you know, whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Have a great time with it. 
I really hope there's a high percentage of like dirndls and lederhosen that come out for you. Me too. I, that's We're all what, hoping I mean, the same thing. We're hoping. <laughs> we really want to see that. And, you know, I'm betting there's definitely a leather daddy one out there. There's got to be. That's going to be Jerry. Jerry will. <laughs> Jerry's another member of our council. <laughs> awesome. At, at least you have an idea of what he's going to do. Um, so we've kind of covered that. Let, let's talk about who, who you guys are, how, how your Rochester experience, I guess. Are you both from Rochester or? Born and raised. Yep, born and raised. Cool. Um, and what brought you here? Like, what brought you to the point of, of wanting to get involved with this? Like, what other stuff have you gotten involved with in, in Rochester? Like, are you music fans or? or? Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I grew up out on the west side in Brockport, um, you know, pretty, pretty small town. I'm from um, Spencerport. I understand. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you get it. Little uh-huh. canal townies. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, coming out here to go to like shows and stuff like that uh, is really how I met a lot of my friends that I've stayed friends with, um, you know, for, I don't know, 16 years since I was coming out here for shows. Um, and that's really kind of how I got involved with the club, too, is, you know, friends through other means um, started the club. And then I kind of just started showing up at competitions and then started showing up at other stuff and then started showing up at council meetings. And then they were like, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Are we going to let her in or not? Yeah, we should probably let her in. That was basically, you know, the conversation. But no, it was, uh, you know, getting into this was kind of a no brainer. I've done charity type things my entire life, you know, from Easter Seals basketball tournaments when I was a kid to, you know, this now it's. Um, it's something that you should be doing. You should just be giving back to the community you live in, especially if you're going to stick around and, and create a footprint. You gotta, you gotta see what else is going on out there. You can't have your head in the sand the entire, your entire life. You really need to get out there and see, see what's actually happening for people. You know, and that's when you, when you get out there and you, and you meet these people and you hear their story, um, if it doesn't like touch you in a way, you're just, you're cold to everything and I don't know how to help you, but you know, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's tough, but it's, it feels great. You know, you get out there and you help these people out and there's, there's really no better feeling than knowing that you're, you're going above and beyond what you have to do and really helping other people and making a difference in their life. And setting the example too. I mean, I bring my daughter to a lot of our um, like cookout events. Obviously, not the competitions because right. you know she's eight. But um, you know, I bring her to a lot of the cookout events, and and for her to see that you know um, there are people that maybe need a little help, and you know she has really taken that by the reins. I would say she's raised more money than us for some events. She's yeah. uh, she's a dynamo. It's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, back in February, uh, she had her birthday, and she came out uh, a little bit after her birthday, and she had her piggy bank with her. And I said, what are you doing? Put that away. That's for shopping. She had a shopping trip planned, and I said, you need to put that away. She goes, no, Mom, I want to donate it to the Reach House, which is an emergency winter shelter. Um, and she had like $66 or something like that, somewhere around there. Oh, wow. And uh, she said, do you think we can make a Facebook video and maybe see if our friends will donate and we can get $100? And I go, yeah, absolutely. So we throw a video up. Um, and within a couple weeks, she had, you know, $500 and then $750 and then $1,000. And she ended up raising $1,845 That's in incredible. about a month um, just because she wanted to give of herself because she didn't feel like she needed more 
but she knew that there were people that needed something. That's amazing. Yeah, I was very well, proud. I cried on the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean... It's an amazing thing to have instilled in your daughter. She's eight and thinking of those things. That's yeah. that's something. I mean, that's you important know? to show our kids, you know. Absolutely. Um, let me see. So, beard tips, I guess. We'll we'll go light for a couple minutes. Um, what what do you suggest? Are, are there oils or brushes or things like that that you'd suggest, Jessica? That I would suggest, <laughs> actually, as a I matter of fact, <laughs> if we want to go local, yes. Uh, we've got Bull Elephant brand. We've got Jenny Beard Oil. Uh, you know, we've got a couple great local companies that do amazing work. And, you know, I know you asked me that in jest, but I really do use beard oil in my hair. Really? Yes, absolutely. Well, it's it's, awesome. I mean, your facial hair I mean, is still true. hair. So yeah. It does the same thing and has the same benefits. So, And your hair looks very nice and lustrous, too. Thank you. You're welcome. So, for your beard time. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, if you want to grow a beard, don't shave it. Don't trim it. It's a good tip. Just let it go. Um, everybody's beard is different. Be happy with the beard you have. Mm-hmm. All uh, facial hair is valid. Yeah, it's all valid. You know, if I, I'd be... Just as happy to see a whole bunch of people with like four whiskers on their face coming to this competition just because they know they're going to be giving back to the community um, and going up there and having a good time. Uh, the first time I went up, I had a five month old mustache and I was standing in New York City, like hipster central, and I came in dead last in my category, but I had an absolute ridiculous time at that event. It was at the Warsaw in New York City, and the next year I went back and I won. You know, it's and that was Irving Plaza. Oh wow, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That's a huge venue. It was crazy. It yeah. was it was just an unreal time. But the entire time, you know, you're elevated even more so because you're giving to something that that wouldn't otherwise have that that extra income bump. You know, it's, and all these events are targeted to very local charities. You know, you get some of the bigger clubs like Richmond; they'll they'll raise thirty grand for something. Uh, yeah, Queen City did like thirty grand last year, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, so these they they have a pretty decent following. People, you know, this being our fifth year, I think we have a really good head of steam, and I think we'll start seeing a much bigger turnout. The venue's perfect for it. Oh, it's excellent. Yeah. You know, we'll have a great time. Yeah. I'm sorry to say I had no idea that, that this was actually a, a, a thing that existed. These these social clubs that were, were giving back and, and doing it through through beards. It's such a fascinating thing. Yeah, they're all over the country too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've traveled a ton of places. I went to the world's competition in Austin. So there's actually a world beard mustache championship. Um, it's hosted all over the world. And last year they had it in Austin and I had the privilege of checking that out um and that was an absolute blast getting to you know meet people from literally all over the world that were just coming together to you know compete their beards and and you know there's no cash prizes like we hand make our trophies um you know and it's all put in from our own pockets and people don't win anything but you know the the bragging rights and maybe some trophy that i made in my kitchen Mm -hmm. and you know and that's they go because they have a great time and they're giving back and that happens all over the country 
that's such an incredible thing because I would never put the two things together in my head. Shaving or or beard growing is just a thing that a lot of people do because they're lazy. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't feel like shaving. Guilty. Yeah, right? (laughs) Me too. Um, But yeah, to to merge it with that charity and actually do something with it is such an incredible concept. I really think that's cool. Hey, Nick, Um, true or false? The last time you shaved was at our last competition. False. When's the last time you shaved? December 4th. And you've been growing your beard since? Yep. So, Matt, that's just since December. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, that's Dad's serious. That's incredible. Um, this is from November. I watch, <laughs> I watch my face hair grow on a regular basis. No, that's amazing. It's, it's just, uh, I think, really hard all the time, and it just pushes it out kind of like a Play-Doh <laughs> that's, machine. I, I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> last year at our last competition, Nick donated his beard. So he raised money. It was a save it or shave it. Yeah. Uh, the vote was to shave it. Yep. My and mother showed end... up with $200 in checks <laughs> and said, shave that thing off your face. She hated it. She still hates it, but she'll get over it. Yeah. My mom and then does at the, the end of thing. the night, off it came. Yeah. Off it came. It was, I was so sad. It had I to be so strange. So I had a, t- it was two years to the day that I had grown that beard. It was down to my belly button. Oh, and man. I was just so sad. When I first met Nick, he only had a mustache. Yeah. And, and that he had was the like last the, day I had shaved. the curled handlebar mustache. And he came to our competition dressed as Charles Bronson. And awesome. I didn't know who he was, but I knew who Charles Bronson was. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that was the last day I had shaved until our competition last year. Wow. Did you recognize yourself? It was crazy. It was it was a much much bigger change than I was expecting. You reach up for a phantom beard to stroke and it's just not there. Mm-hmm. And you just get really sad. The mustache <laughs> too. How much of your upper lip was left? I just remember the first time my dad ever shaved his mustache off, it just looked like his face dropped off. Like I had no idea. Like There was a stipulation that the mustache had to stay. Ah, okay. I had, uh, I had started really growing my mustache before be- I even knew about bearding, competitive bearding and anything like that. Uh, for prostate cancer awareness. Uh, every male on my father's side has gotten prostate cancer or colon cancer, so I'm a big advocate for everybody getting checked early because they're two of the most preventable cancers out there. So I started doing that, and I will never shave it off. Just let it go and do do its thing. Movember forever. Yeah. Right on. Moever. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. There was another question I was going to ask, and I lost it. So let's think about this. Um, <laughs> charities that you've been involved with. Um, what, what other ones have you been involved with in past years? Um, last year, we donated to Autism Up. Mm-hmm. The year before that was the Huntington's Research Team over at U of R. Yep. Um, a member of our club, um, unfortunately, was diagnosed with Huntington, so it was very close to our hearts. Um, and we decided that year to, to you know, go with uh, the Huntington's research team. Who was before that? Uh, that was the Friends of Mount Hope Cemetery. Yep. Uh, people who were caregivers for that cemetery make it uh, be as wonderful and traverse as possible. They also do tours and things like that. They did a ghost tour for us. They did. Oh, wow. pretty outstanding. Yeah. Uh, the year before that, boy, oh, boy, that's really... That was our first come. Tugging at the memory strings because uh, I do not recall... I don't remember either. That was the one at Lake Ciders. That's still an amazing catalog of charities that you've been involved with. Um, 
Are, are there some after the after the competition? Do you stay involved with them? Hope dealers, I think we definitely will. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm in regular contact with people who we've we've seen uh, for charity stuff. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen stuff here and there. You know, sometimes when when we get to the bigger charities, um, you're just one of so many donations, so you just kind of get lost in the wash. Um, we want to make more of a, a difference than that, so we go after the smaller ones to really give them a boost that they need. That's you know? great. I'm still blown away by the Hope Dealers. I think that's an incredible cause. Yeah, they're great people. Yeah, um, when it was when it was uh, suggested that we do those from one of the members in the group, he uh, he was pretty strongly adamant about it and none of us found any any flaw in that it sounded like a great idea so you know and then on top of that being able to set up a, a booth at the competition to have narcan trainings where people will you know go have a 10 15 minute conversation and be able to take away a narcan kit and potentially be able to save somebody's life um you know hopefully they don't need it but in this world, you, you kind of just need to have that kit and that understanding. It, right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's amazing that you've got we that We all carry them with us. Mine's in my car. Oh, well. I need to come and get one. I don't absolutely. have one yet. You'll have to come to the event. Definitely. What was the date on that again? July 28th, 2.30 in the afternoon at German House in the South Wedge. If you end up hating it, there's so many other places in the South Wedge to go. <laughs> one of our judges, she owns Lux. Her name is Carrie Lawton, and she has been a fantastic support of our club for many years. So if you hate our event, you can always go over to Lux and support her. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our past guests, I'm wondering if he ever gets involved, because he used to have a pretty epic beard himself, Brian White. He oh, was, yes, of course. He was our yeah. MC last year. <laughs> go yes. figure. Yes. He actually was the gentleman who shaved my beard off for Get me out. at the end of the night when I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that's a good thing. He is a licensed barber, so you knew you were going to be all right. And he may have had, you know, well, he he's, running, he's running for Senate. So Senate, Congress, Congress, state Senate. Okay. Senate. Yes. Yep. So he was a perfect gentleman and 100% sober that evening. Of course. <laughs> as and always, as a judge. He as, had a couple sodas. Yeah. Yes. I only thought that they were sodas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Brian. <laughs> Paid for by Brian White for State Senate. Not a sponsor. Not really. Um, so, yeah, this is an incredible uh, uh, charity. It's an incredible event. And it's the, the Boomtown Brothers, if you want to find them on Instagram, Facebook. Is, is that how we'd find you? So Facebook, um, you can just type in Boomtown Brothers. Um, or if you want to you know, figure out the address, it's Boomtown BFHC. So facebook.com slash boomtown BFHC. And then Instagram is at boomtown brothers FHC. So facial hair club. And we're probably Googleable. Yeah. I guarantee Google we us. are Googleable. Did you know there's another club called Boomtown Brothers? I'm pretty sure they're defunct now, but they were like in Kansas or something. Well, we're the original Boomtown. We are the original Boomtown. <laughs> so you ran them out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they figured out a different name. They saw you out there and just switched it over. Maybe. They just didn't want to have anything to do with us. We're too cool. That's right. The coolest. They don't, they don't want that Far, smart. far too cool. It's like the roller derby <laughs> thing, right? You, you have the name and the, the thing registered so somebody else can't take it. I, I think that's how it works for roller derby, right? Something like that. Yeah. You know, there's only like one allowed name for each one. So if you wanted to be somebody like, what was it? My wife wanted to be Hawkeye Fierce, and there was actually one in Hamilton, so she couldn't. That's a MASH oh, reference, so. and I love it. Yeah. 
That's yeah, great. Right. I'd so be terrified. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the monthly events you have, the, the cookouts slash uh, uh, kind of uh, get-togethers in Washington Square Park, if people wanted to get involved with those, is that a public event, too, that folks could help out with? Or how do we get involved with that? Oh, absolutely. If you wanted to contact us, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, however, um, and you wanted to get involved in that, please, by all means. I mean, all of this stuff comes out of our pockets. You know, uh, it's even if you had donations, it's I think the last time we were on a show, Jake had mentioned it. Um, it's very difficult to ask people for donations in in the light of saying this is going for homeless people, because oftentimes you're not going to get much of anything. Um it's very, very hard in this day and age to try and uh, solicit any sort of donation. So we just go and do it ourselves. Um, we're not going to ask other people. But if you want to come and help out, please do. If people wanted to, to uh, donate food or supplies, things like that, do they have a way to do that for you? Or Sure. Reach yeah, out. Same way. We have a food pantry that we keep for just these events. So. And you can reach out to any of us and we can somebody can come pick it up or meet up and you know grab it from you. Absolutely. Great. Reach out again. It's on Facebook and it's Boomtown Brothers or Boomtown BFHC in the address bar. Great. Um, let's go back to, to some fun stuff, maybe. Uh, <laughs> not that charity isn't fun. I shouldn't say that because it's maybe the best thing you can do. But um, to, to go a little lighter again, I guess. Um, you, you described the the syringe beard. What's what's the wildest one you've seen here in Rochester outside of Lorelei's skate beard? Oh boy, uh, Jen Honaker showed up as Eve, and uh, she had a nude bodysuit on, ivy in in the correct places to cover up anything, and then her beard was hot glued sticks and twigs that had a live snake on it. Wow! And she was holding an apple and came out balancing her snake on her beard. I think she won that one. Yeah. I mean, you, you come out with a live snake in your beard, you're going to win. I, yeah, I feel like that's default. You just have to. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. That was pretty wild. That was pretty wild. Um, I think outside of Rochester, the craziest one I've ever seen was our good friend Kristen Wagner and her Beauty and the Beast beard. She made um, a transformation dress. So you may have seen them on Facebook, um, you know, the videos where you unhook something on the shoulder and a piece falls and it turns into a completely different dress. So originally it was Belle's blue and white dress from uh, Beauty and the Beast. And then she unhooks the shoulder thing and it becomes her yellow ball gown. And then her beard, which was originally just a bookcase, opens up and it's the whole story of the Beauty and the Beast and little figurines and stuff like that. It's absolutely nuts. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. That's something you have to do at a world competition. You really got to step it up. The stuff at Worlds was so cool. I, what what else did you see? Oh man, at Worlds there were there was a lady whose beard was uh, a lasso around a cactus and then she pulled a little string and the cactus's arms moved. <laughs> <laughs> um there was there was lit up stuff. There was a lady who was dressed as uh, a weeping angel and her beard was the TARDIS. Oh cool. Um, and it was almost as big as she was, so I have no idea how she was carrying that thing around. <laughs> um, there was, in Austin, uh, there's the Congress 
uh, Congress Street or Congress Avenue Bridge, uh, where there's millions of bats that live there and fly out every night. Oh, yeah, I've seen the the video of that. And there was a lady whose beard was it was um, fashioned as like a, a handlebar mustache was the bridge, and then the beard part was all like tulle and bats and lights that came out from underneath the bridge. It was really cool. It sounds incredible. All, all I can keep thinking about is bees. I don't know why. <laughs> Does that come up a lot? The the beard of bees situation or? I don't think I've ever seen. There has to have been a beehive. There has to have been, but I haven't. I can't remember. I have to look for pictures. I remember uh, there was one woman who showed up with a completely crocheted beard that was. It just had butterflies woven into it, and she was supposed to be a crunchy hippie, I suppose. But um, I've seen, you know, even with the men, they they have. They put their beards into so much. I don't even know, hairstyling gel or whatever mm. they use, hairspray, to make these crazy shapes. Um, but you also have to grow a beard down to your waist in order to really do <laughs> anything with it. So, I mean, these guys have gotten beyond the whole, okay, I have a really long beard. Now I'm going to do something completely bizarre with it. You know, There was a right. guy who made a dog face for himself, like a dog muzzle with his beard. That's Incredibeard. He's the guy that made, you know, I'm sure a ton of listeners have seen the ramen soup. Yeah. The ramen guy who had, you know, the bowl with his beard and yeah. had ramen in it. That's Incredibeard. He does all sorts of amazing stuff. He did the birdcage one, too, oh, I've that seen was that. floating around on social media. Yeah, there was, uh, I saw one in Worcester where this guy had a, or I'm sorry, it was a woman. She had, um, it was fake creative beard. Her beard was a pirate ship that actually blew smoke out of the cannons on the pirate ship. She had a little depressor in her hand that, that did that. And, you know, that blew the crowd away just because it's so ridiculous. But yeah, the amount of craft work is, is oh, yeah. stunning. Working it's, beer kegs. I've seen that. That was Crystal Davis at World's. Um, I mean, even not just the ladies, though, the guys and some of the stuff that they come up with and the designs that they create in their beards, it's, they're absolutely insane. That's incredible. I had no idea you could do any of this, really. Oh, yeah. Just all the only thing I knew was like ZZ Top beards was about the, the <laughs> maximum amount of beard artistry I could ever think of. Is, yeah. yeah. You just so. have to grow your beard and get real bored. I guess and so. have a ton of Aquanet. I, at what point does it become an occupation? You know what I mean? Like for Incredibeard, I mean he's got a name and a, a, a social media presence, so it must be something that it, that he's doing, right? So he's he's done a few shows. He's been on TV a couple times, um, and he obviously like competes on a world's level um, and travels to a lot of competitions. Uh, but again, there's no money to be had in this. Um, you know, there's no cash prizes. You know, there's no profit uh, for doing that. You know, the travel comes out of our pockets. Um, the, you know, if we go out of town, the accommodations, you know, getting there, that's all our own money. And then, you know, we go in and, and, you know, buy drinks and support the bar. We go in and buy raffle tickets. We go into the 50, 50, we spend the money at the, you know, at the event and that's all going to, you know, fantastic local charities. So, um, you know, you can't really make a living doing bearding. Maybe like back in the day when Whisker Wars was a thing, but yeah. <laughs> those guys got paid, I think. But Yeah, those guys got paid. Whisker, Whisker Wars was Wars? a TV show on the History Channel, You can I find it say? on Netflix right now. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, at least one season. Not that I watched. I've I watched, watched it. 
<laughs> I watched it back when it was on TV, though. Yeah. I, it's, it seems like a great fit for the History Channel. That's exactly where I would think I would find it. I'm pretty sure it's on the History Channel. That or Netflix. AMC yeah. or... No, it, it sounds like Holiday. it. It probably, yeah. Hallmark Channel. Yeah, it's definitely on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. No, it sounds like History Channel back to back with like Ancient Aliens. I, I could totally see. <laughs> that sounds exactly like the demographic that we're dealing with most it, of the time. It's on right before American Pickers. Awesome. <laughs> this sounds like the best block of television ever. <laughs> so again, we're here with the Boomtown Brothers Facial Hair Club. Uh, we've got an event coming up on July 28th. Mm-hmm. Is yes. that right? At yep. the German House. Yep. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at Boomtown Brothers FC, FHC, FHC, I'm sorry, yep. or on Instagram at Boomtown Brothers FHC. Same Boomtown thing. Brothers FHC. Cool. Uh, let's see. We have a couple minutes left. Okay. Um, how about we do some trivia? I like All that. All right. Wait, do we get to ask you beard-related questions? <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> we can I do, don't we can have go that, any. Right? I, I wasn't either. prepared. Oh, man. Yeah, me either. So let's think of something. Um, <laughs> not really. Well, we can talk um, about some of the judges that we have. Oh, that would be great. Sure. sure. So every year we have an interesting panel of local celebrity judges. Uh, as we mentioned, Carrie Lawton, the uh, owner of Lux, will be judging for us. Uh, we have Lorelei Eschbach-Wilson, uh, also known as Lethal Lorelei of Roller Derby fame. Uh, will be coming to judge for us. I'm going to be a judge. Oh, yeah. I'm not very famous at all, but I'm one of the judges. That started as a joke. Nick said, he, Nick said he wanted to judge, and we were like, yeah, right. I did. And then we made him a judge. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. My Wait, job I, is, is fantastic that day. I, I feel like at that point you're like the beard legend, right? You've gone in. No. You've No. <laughs> no, you're not. I was really trying to sell you on that one. No. I, was, I was going for it. No, there's no there's no beard legends. Maybe Arnie. Maybe Arnie, Arnie Bielefeld. That guy's got a beard down to his belt, and he does uh, the craziest design, just pin straight beard hair with these slight little curls at the end, and it looks like he's got an octopus on his face. Wow. Yeah, those. You know, it happens. Yeah. Octopus happens. Yeah. I, I, Alpine ski slope. Has he tried that one yet? I think that would I be kind of cool. It's happened probably in oh, Colorado, sure. almost definitely, without a doubt. Yeah, somebody probably did the mountain range. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I I was just thinking about this, talking about Arnie, but one of the best things about this community is the people. I mean, we meet people from all over the country that are just absolutely fantastic people, and some of the best friends I've ever made. You know, and and they may be you know, long distance, you know, not get to see them every once in a while. Um, But you, you know, you travel to these competitions and you get together and it's almost like a little family reunion. Right. You get to hang out with, you know, people from all over the world. I mean, some of our really good friends um, to our club, the Crawfords, our our Canadian brothers on the other side of the border, uh, they travel all over the place. Um, You know, They'll be in town, hopefully. Hopefully. Making this an international event. We love you, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> it's an international event, Jeff Crawford, if you show up. Daryl Crawford, Bonnie Crawford. Um, but yeah, it, like Jess said, it's it's an incredible group of people. You never, you would never expect it out of the, just looking at this group of people, you'd expect to get knifed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we we 
carried combs in our pockets for the most part. There's probably a couple knives, but it's mostly put combs. <laughs> mostly combs. You just have to be careful which pocket you're reaching into, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that's for everybody. Sure. Everybody, hopefully, no reaching into pockets at the competition. Let's not do that. No pocket reaching. No that's pocket a dangerous reaching. game. Yeah. yeah, it is a dangerous <laughs> game. Um, yeah, it, there's so much camaraderie. It's It's just the most ridiculous group of people I've ever met in my life, and I love it. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. There's just absolute love? genuine and l- like just love for everybody. Once you go out and you show up in another city and you feel like the uh, red carpet has been rolled out for you, you know, you're just out there having a great time and everybody's just doing a, doing good, you know? And I, I think that's, that's kind of the most important thing you could say, right? You've, you've built this incredible community out of giving in facial hair, which, which seems absurd, but it's an incredible thing to do, you know, and, and the amount of work that goes into it, you know, uh, as far as organizing it and everything, you, you definitely kind of create that kinship, right? It would be hard to be, it would be hard to have like rival facial hair clubs, I would think, just because you're kind of all in for the same goal, right? right. I mean, everybody's got, you know, the same thing in mind and we're all trying to do the same thing. So really, um, you know, having separate clubs in separate cities is really just because of the work we do locally outside of the competitions, you know. Um, but there have been team ups with, you know, we don't have anybody real close to us. We've got a club in Syracuse and I think a club in Buffalo still. Um, you know, it's hard to, to get together with them, but there's clubs that are closer together that do team up a lot um, and, you know, work towards stuff together. So and that's always awesome to see. Because we don't, you know, there's no, like you said, there's no reason to have any kind of rivalry. We're all in it for the same thing. We all have the same goal. So, again, we're about 15 minutes from the end here. Um, And it's the Boomtown Brothers Facial Hair Club. The event is called? Beards, Beers, and Butts. And that's at the German House. July 28th, right? Yes. Yep, Saturday, July 28th. Doors at 2.30. And don't forget, we've got the pre-party the night before on July 27th. Hosted by? Hosted by Bewitched Burlesque Sideshow, the wonderful, wonderful humans over there uh, at Photo City. Oh, cool. Just around the corner here. Yes. And that's just really to get, we all, there's always a pre-party of some sort, you know, so we just want everybody who's coming into town to come in and just blow off some steam before before the show and have a really good time and... and uh, the burlesque troupe um or side is it burlesque and side show yep burlesque so, and side show so um they're great they're great we had neza at our event last year and she stapled my chest that was an interesting event <laughs> <laughs> there was money being stapled to things and yeah. things being stapled to other things and, and things being stapled to legs you know it happens yeah, it's all in pursuit of a good time. And all charity, in pursuit right? of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Can we use that? <laughs> Absolutely. All in pursuit of a good time. Yeah. That'll be on our next shirt. It should be. Awesome. All, all in pursuit of a good time. We'll have to remember this. I'm glad I could help with that at least. <laughs> um, so do you do other donations at the door at the, the event? Can Can we give more if we'd like? You know, in the past, um, I don't think we've really done as much of that, um, but that's actually not a terrible idea. I mean, we could probably yeah, throw a box a out for there. food items and stuff. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, anything. We we take donations all year round, you know, clothing donations, uh, especially during the winter. My goodness, clothing donations, blankets, hats, gloves, those those types of things just are in such a small amount out in the streets. So those people need as much as possible. And, you know, one thing to bear in mind is that we're not going and taking these and dropping them off at, you know, a shelter or um, Goodwill or something like that. We're actually loading up our cars, um, you know, packing sometimes like snack bags, things like that, um, hand warmers uh, and throwing boxes in our cars and stopping when we find somebody sleeping in a bus stop and asking them what they need. Um, Obviously, always in teams. We never go out alone. Um, but you, you know, that it's direct contact with the people that need it the most, you know, not everybody can go to a shelter. Not everybody, um, can, you know, they, they may have other issues that prevent them from being able to go into a shelter or they just don't want to, they don't like the environment there, whatever the case is, doesn't make them, you know, need that any less. Right. Right. Are you generally well received when you do that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It. When we first started doing the uh, the feeding the hungry, um, it was a slow go of it. Uh, needless to say, a lot of the people were standoffish and skittish at first because there's people out there who want to do them harm. You know, there's, that's the long and the short of it, um, and that's what they've told us. You know, they said they've said that they've gone away from their tents throughout the day and then come back and their entire place is slashed and ransacked and you know people will constantly throw garbage at them and honk their horns and tell them they're useless and things like that which is horrible i mean i can't i can't even begin to imagine what goes through someone's mind if you're going to go and do that to a homeless person who's down on their luck um just just yeah, have it, compassion it's not that difficult yeah it's it, really not it really isn't and i think that it, you know for for people who don't have that same level of need it's easy for them to forget that there are a million potential reasons that somebody could be you know without a home so it's not just oh they you know they didn't want to work or whatever judgmental reason they want to you know give it there's tons of potential reasons um, so, you know, there really shouldn't be any kind of judgment of these folks. Uh, at the end of the day, they're hungry, they're cold, they don't have, you know, a house to go back to. Um, sometimes they have kids with them. You know, we do these dinners and there's children who, you know, are coming up because they not need a meal. Um, you know, people <laughs> people need us. <laughs> They'll last for seconds and they say, is that okay? And we're like, yeah. Please, please eat what you need. That's why we're here. You know, take what you need. Absolutely. It's a topic that keeps coming up on this show is empathy and and the amount that people have and the lack there appears to be with a lot of people in the world right now. Um, Everybody's self-centered today, plugged into a screen with less and less actual talk time. Um, You just become detached and you no longer have feelings for anything. You don't know how to communicate with people. I think you don't know how to connect with people. Yeah, you don't know how to connect at all. So, you know, we're getting out there and trying to show these people that there are there are still people out here looking looking out for your well being and trying to trying to help. Absolutely. Now have you built relationships and friendships with the folks that you've been helping out with over the years or Oh yeah, we've we see these people now and, and they you know, they see us 
they know that we're not going to do them harm so they're they're more than easy more than easy to come up to us and say you know thanks for doing what you do do you have i'm i need a jacket do you have that that sort of thing and and we'll just we'll help them out and they know that we're not going to pull one over on them you know we're not out there for any nefarious deed or right, anything we don't, we don't have any ulterior motives i mean one thing that that i got asked a lot when i first started getting involved uh, was if we were evangelizing and oh yeah yeah we are not a religious group by any stretch of the imagination so no, no we are not doing that they try to evangelize us from time to time, <laughs> but no, we we are not affiliated with any sort of religion. I can see where that that would possibly happen, where where they would think that it, it's kind of the assumption, right? That, that right, because a lot of the shelters are church based. You know, a lot of the outreach groups are church based. So, I mean, I I understand the assumption for sure. Sure, it, it's just there's a place for it. It's nice to see that the altruism is coming from from your hearts and not as a relationship to your religion and that sort right. of thing. It's nice to kind of separate that out and have somebody who maybe doesn't look for that um, able to get that help as well. For sure. So right, it, it's an amazing thing you guys are doing. And, and Nick, you said it yourself. It, it, in a world where people don't really connect face-to-face anymore, what, what you're doing, getting out there with the folks and, and really helping and, and creating those relationships is super important. So thank you for what you're doing. Hey, Sure, we'll keep doing it. Come out and help us out. Anybody who wants to get involved. That's the biggest thing. Get involved. Um, we're the only people who can make the change, you know, and and try and actually open up a conversation and try and start helping people in a way that's meaningful to their lives instead of, you know, shuffling them around from free green space to free green space. Um, they're people. Other countries in the world don't have the situation that we do, and they're they're far worse off than we are, and we can't figure it out here. So I think a lot of people are fed up with it, and we're just really trying to start the movement and get the ball rolling in the right direction to help these people out. Yeah, the, the most important thing to remember there is that, yeah, that they're people just like everybody else. Yeah, and they're people. They still have feelings. They still get hurt when you call them names and throw stuff at them. You know, they're not they're not just going to walk away and not be hurt by that. You know, they're already in a bad spot. They don't need to get kicked while they're down also. So we're, we're coming up just about to time here. Um, anything else you wanted to say? Anything else you wanted to throw out for the, uh, the big event? We got or through all coming the judges. Through? Oh, we didn't get through all the judges? Uh, we did three we did three you got two more who are they nick i don't know who they are i wasn't at that meeting (laughs) (laughs) i guess you'll have to check out our facebook and find out i know i got thrown in on one (laughs) we um we will be doing judge introductions through our facebook page um over the next couple weeks giving everybody an idea of um, who our judges are who they um, are in the community and what they mean to us so keep an eye out for that yeah, because this is the ramp up. We're about a month out. Yeah, we've got some fantastic sponsors as well, so we'll be uh, introducing them through our Facebook over the next couple of weeks too. Are you still looking for sponsors at all? Or? Absolutely, um, vendors. If you know you're a small business and you want to vend with us, um, if you've got items that you want to donate for the raffle, 
you know, get in touch with us. And same with, you know, donations for the dinners. Um, one of us can come pick it up, you know, or we can make plans to meet up. You know, we're definitely open to that kind of stuff. Or you can come out and help. Yeah. Come out and see what we do. All The more the merrier. We, we'd love to see more people out at these events. For sure. Come out if you're hungry that day. Come yep. and meet the other people. Yeah. That's July 29th, that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Two o'clock at Washington Square Park. We'll be setting up and feeding some hungry folks. Oh, great. And that's kind of our answer, too. So normally, like on competition weekends, the host club would um, host a hangover brunch. And this year we figured, you know, why do that when there's people that really need to eat that we could be helping out? So take it to the streets instead. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So the whole weekend of events, it's the 27th, 28th, and 29th of July. Correct. And we've got, on Friday night, it was the event at Photo City. Yep, and that the was Bewitched Burlesque Sideshow. Right, and then Saturday, it's at the German House for yep. Beards, Beers, and Butts. Did yep. I get that in the right order? You sure did. Nailed it. Awesome. Good job, man. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you can check that out. What time does that start? 2.30. 2.30? Doors are at 2.30. Categories start at 4.00. Excellent. And what were the categories again? Oh, man. Uh, I think there's nine. There's nine. Uh, full beard. Was it 12 and up? Full, full beard, beard, 12 and under? Six and up, six and under. Six and up, six and under. Is that yeah. inches or ages? Sure. <laughs> well, since we don't encourage children to come to these <laughs> events, that would be inches measured from your bottom lip. And then we have a styled and natural mustache category we have a partial beard which is anything that doesn't have full beard status to it so that would be things like goatees uh whalers which are a beard without a mustache um i never knew what the name of that was the donegal whalers alaskan whalers or donegals yes depends on where you are I always uh, thought of it like the Gordon Fisherman. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> of whenever fine. I... Yeah. People would too. understand what you're yeah. talking about. Um, and then there's two categories for the females. Uh, if you want to get real crafty, ladies, come on, do it. It's a lot of fun. I don't compete, and I still get hot glue burns from competition. Because weekends. you help. I do. You help people. It's cause I, I hope that's the greatest amount of injury that you get is just a couple hot inju- hot glue burns or... I wish I could say that were the case. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all in the pursuit of a good time. That's right. Bringing it it. back, full circle. That was awesome. (laughs) All in pursuit of a good time. So thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having us. This has been a blast. Thank you so much. Glad you had a good time. Again, this is the Boomtown Brothers Facial Hair Club, right? Yeah. Two of the members, anyway. Two of the members. How many members do you have? Uh, Members, countless. uh, Council, we have a nine. We're not sure. There's a lot. <laughs> Tons. There's there's a there's a few people. And we all love each other and we're all family. We're all like in each other's weddings and stuff. And in each other's faces all the time. It's okay. It sounds like a great family to be a part of. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> You're so okay, Nick. We have our ups and our downs. <laughs> I tolerate you. Everybody does. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> I love to end the show on a sweet moment. I tolerate you. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to tolerate me, trust me. <laughs> so if you want to get involved... Check them out on Facebook. It's Boomtown Brothers FHC. Same for Instagram. Yep. Thank you again so much for coming in, Nick and Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. It's been so nice to have you. This has been the Mind of Magnus, Sans Magnus. The Mind of Matt. Uh, Mind of Matt, I guess. (laughs) It's all about beards and and butts and... Beers. 
beers. Three yeah. things we love dearly. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you again for joining us this week. We will see you again next week. Same time, probably with Magnus, I would assume. And uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.